The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. The Secrets of Stargate, Episode 77. General West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. Hello and welcome to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies and series, including SG-1, Atlantis, Universe, and more. I'm Father Corey Stika. With me today are Lisa Jones and Victor Lambs. Howdy, Lisa. Hey, Father Corey. Howdy, Victor. Howdy do, Father Corey. Before we begin, first of all, you can watch our videos now. We are not just doing a a static (laughs) image, but you can see our smiling faces or frowny faces or upset faces, depending on what we think of that particular episode. Uh, so you can see that at youtube.com slash StarQuest Media. You can also join us on our Discord server. Where we're having great discussions about Secrets of Stargate and all our shows. You can find that at sqpn.com slash Discord. Finally, go to sqpn.com slash merch and get your t-shirts, mugs, and many, many more. Today, we're discussing The Curse, the 13th episode, great numbering, from the fourth season of Stargate SG-1. Daniel Jackson finds out that his former archaeology professor, Dr. David Jordan, died in a lab accident, so he returns to Chicago for the funeral. There he, re- he runs into a couple of his former colleagues, including rekindling a relationship with Dr. Sarah Gardner. The other colleague, Dr. Stephen Rayner, is less happy to see him. Dr. Jordan and his associates were examining a bunch of artifacts that had been lost at sea, including two jars with Egyptian and Gwald writing and an amulet which was stolen by Stephen. Though the Osiris jar is lost in the accident, Daniel is able to take the Isis jar to the SGC where it's discovered to be a stasis pod for a Gwald symbiote. Stephen takes the amulet back to the original temple in Egypt, followed by Daniel, Major Sam Carter, and Dr. Janet Fraser. However, it's revealed that Osiris, the symbiote in the other jar, has already infected Sarah. Despite the best efforts of Sam, Janet, and Daniel, Osiris is able to recover her hand device in spaceship to escape the planet. So, Lisa, what do you think of this one? Okay, you know I'm not usually a fan of Daniel-based episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I like. So, I know. It's a good look at a, a background story. We've not touched on his, really, on his career before this. And sure. actually, I think you see a lot of growth in Daniel, in his character and his development throughout this episode. And then I, I just, I really, I hate to say that I really enjoyed the way they didn't have the team together and mm-hmm. they kept bouncing back and forth. And um, even though Jack and Teal weren't really around, it, it worked <laughs> for me. And uh, I wish though that I know we get to see Osiris again, but I really wish we'd gotten to see, gotten to see Steven. He would mm-hmm. have been a nice replacement for, Dr. Rothman. Oh yeah. Mm. That would have been that would have been a nice um addition to the yeah. to the universe. Exactly. So. How about you, Victor? Yeah, it's a it's a fine episode. Um it's it's better than I've remembered it being. Uh you know, it, it's one of those there's there's a they do it again on Atlantis, you know, a, a member of 
you know, the Stargate program goes home and can't talk about what, you know, the super important thing, things that they're doing. So everybody just assumes that they ran off and abandoned them. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a sci-fi trope, you mm-hmm. uh, you know, the special person goes home, but can't talk about it. And everybody just assumes that they ran away. Um, there's, there's a lot I like here. It's, um, you know, it's written very well. There's, there's some good humor put in there. Um, and there's some good twists along the way too, uh, where we're, we're kind of led to believe that, you know, Dr. Steve is the Gould, but it turns out, you know, at the end it's, it's Dr. Sarah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, lesson learned there, like, don't act like a jerk all the time or, when there's a gould on the loose everybody will think it's you um so that's the moral of the story and uh yeah it's a good it's a good episode no i i agree it it, it is good and it it yeah kind of an origin story for daniel a little bit because you know we find out that this is what he was working on when he started promoting his his uh crackpot theories that the the uh, yeah. The pyramids were actually made by aliens, which spoiler they were at least in the the uh, Stargate <laughs> universe. We don't know so much about here yet, but the, yeah, but we you know we, we get kind of his background and we get you know some of the people he worked with, and of course I, I did kind of it kind of tickled me as I was doing the summary. You know, you got Doctor Daniel Jackson and Doctor David Jordan. You know, you got DJ oh, yeah. Doctor DJ, two Doctor DJs. Oh, funny. You know, but it just it was, but no, it was it it's a good one. Um, yeah, you know it. I didn't know which story it was when, you know, I saw, okay, the curse this is the next one. Yeah. Which one is that? And it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's this one is where, you know, Cyrus shows up. Although we don't, we don't see her for a while. If I remember, it's a couple of seasons before they bring her back or something like that. It's not quickly, but yeah, no, it's, it's a, I enjoyed it. And I liked to, you know, getting into the, the story itself, you know, we had Sarah who was played by Anna Louise Plowman, who's always an actress. I enjoy seeing she's, I like her. Like her work, um, she was uh, in the first season of New Who, uh, the story Dalek. She was the assistant to the guy who had all the 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 relics, the alien relics, including the Dalek. And she's the one that took over when he got sent off to a place that starts with M, if I remember how it went. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that's that's where, you know, Doctor Who fans will recognize her from is from that. But she's, she's one of those those actors you see all over the place. She works a lot. You know, she does a lot. A lot of different roles and things like that. So, but we do we do start out with Daniel Jackson finding out that this through through a tabloid that they, they're they're yeah. having fun with the tabloids yeah. this season. Um, that that Tilk is really enjoying apparently. Um, yeah, and it, and it made he, me think too. Like before Facebook, like nowadays, if one of your professors that you you know you and your friends liked passed away, you'd probably find out about it through Facebook mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, like, how would you? I don't know how plausible it is that he could find out about it through a tabloid and still make it there in time for the funeral. But yeah, um, yeah, lots of like watching this back, lots of really interesting like technology notes. I think this is one of the first episodes where they rely on or at least point to the use of cell phones Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. kind of like a Mm -hmm. a story point or something. You know, they have those Motorola, I think, like StarTax or something. But yeah, that's what it looked like. But yeah. But um, yeah, it's one of the first ones where you're watching them or you're seeing them use that and, and you kind of think, oh, yeah, you know, when you watch old TV and they don't have that, they have to all search for pay phones and stuff. And mm-hmm. you kind of think about how cell phones and smartphones have really affected the way that we can tell stories mm-hmm. now. Oh, yeah, it's one well, that they even mentioned smartphone or not smartphone, cell phones, mobile yeah. phones, you know, and it, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, they obviously they would have been they were readily available in the year 2000 when this came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. so it was, 
it, but it is interesting, like you said, we've not seen them use them before. Mm-mm. You know, they, they'd use uh, alien yeah. mobile phones, basically, stones. but not, <laughs> and uh, their radios are walkie-talkies, but not, uh, not that's right. cell phones. Of course, of course, I like how uh, Jack's like, yeah, there won't be mobile phone coverage out there. You won't be able to reach us. And of course, <laughs> yeah. Teal takes his with. Right. And yeah. They, and they seem surprised. Like, why would we have that? You, you think there's a phone in the uh, cabin or, you know, and this, I think, is our first uh sighting of Jack's cabin mm-hmm. and yep. a lake with no fish in it. Yeah. Yeah. We get that really great exchange. Jack's like, we'll be unavailable, you know, inaccessible. Mm-hmm. And uh, General Hammond goes incommunicado. And Jack goes, Minnesota, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Hammond's like, I stand corrected. Yeah. So, yeah. Very, very funny exchange there. And you, you know, I guess the first time we watched it, you're probably thinking, is he going to get you know, where's Thor? What's going to happen? Because every time mm-hmm. they try to go fishing so far, and there's been several of them, something happens. And, well, and, they, and they referred to that as, you know, yeah. Thor will have to beam me up, you right. know, to. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing actually happened. <laughs> yeah. And if it's a Tokra, yeah, don't bother. So he's throwing shade at the Tokra there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. But I, I did like that we got to see what all their little hobbies was. Teal finally, or Jack finally got someone to go fishing with him, and it's mm-hmm. Teal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter was again an, a, a no-show. Didn't want to visit the home of the loons. Instead, um, she was working on an old Indian motorcycle, which a was motorcycle, cool. yes, with with Siler. Yeah, that was pretty. Siler. I wouldn't mind having that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well and were... Hammond even made a reference to the problem. It's something about giving them leave, but they don't actually leave. Right. Yeah, we, we've talked about that before. Yeah, unlike Jack, Jack's the only one who really wants to, and every time it happens, you mm-hmm. know, he wants. He wants to go on leave. Something happens, you know, because there's the line, um, the one with Thor where he got beamed up as he was trying to leave, where he goes, you know, the thing about leave is you have to actually leave. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> now, there, there are a few callbacks to the movie, too, in mm-hmm. this. Like, do you notice when Jack or when Daniel grabbed that tabloid, he grabbed it from the top and snatched it like he mm-hmm. did the paper. Oh, in the okay. Movie. Yeah, he grabbed and snatched it. And then there was. um Couple of, oh, I had something else written down was uh, that he had, he had said about you know that was referring to the movie um, the, in the that Stephen makes a reference to what they said in his conference. Oh yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. About how the preaching. world isn't giving, ready to. Yeah. Well, he he yeah. also um, talked about how you're he was giving a lecture to an empty room and, it was, and Daniel says, "Well, it was full when I started." Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and Stephen's comment was something like, you know, that the world is not ready for uh to know about aliens or I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was very close to yeah. how it yeah. how the uh what was it, the reporters or the other professors mm-hmm. were questioning him in the conference. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was and, nice. And, and then Daniel actually said that is you know, you know, I've I've got information that the world's not ready for. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. saying yeah. that to to uh, Sarah. To Sarah, you know, yeah. You know, people, but it's me, you know, it's kind of cool. You can imagine that, though. He's like, I want to tell you. I would love to tell you everything I've seen and done, but it's like, I can't because the government won't let me and the world's not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't love that because I thought it's it's almost like wetting her appetite. Like, oh, there's mm-hmm. so much and you're in the same line of work as I am. And so I know how much you'd love it and love it. But yeah, I can't tell you. Well, that's why she even says, like, I wish you had never come back at all, then, if you're not going to tell right. me, really. But at that point, she's a ghoul, so she already knows it. That's true. And we do get a really good line when he's talking to Dr. Steve, and Dr. Steve's like, 
oh, so the aliens built the pyramids, or maybe it was men from Atlantis. Yeah. And we later learned yeah. that it's both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, either that was a real strong coincidence in the writing, or yeah. they were already thinking through this to that to a couple of years ahead. They they probably they probably were starting the planning. I mean, we're still what three seasons off before they they start the 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 storyline that leads to Atlantis. I think so. Um, yeah, two and a half. Yep. But they were probably at this point they were starting to throw around the pitches for mm. the spinoff. Yep. You know, especially you know. Um, of course, there's four seasons, so there's one more season on 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 a uh, um, Showtime, and then it would go to Sci-Fi. But they were probably already, you know, thinking, you know, Sci-Fi's looking at us, you know, they're looking at taking us over by this time. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So it probably wasn't it. Probably wasn't a coincidence. Maybe this was the storyline that gave them the hey, we could do something about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, uh, Lisa, this was you know probably one of the best, better Daniel only stories. You know, right. and really got to. To focus on him and show, you know, show his his character and again what he was doing and everything and mm-hmm. and that was that was kind of kind of fun. Of course, you know, you you what kind of, I hate to say, but what kind of took me out of the the uh, the sus- suspension of belief is um, this guy who's been gone for five years just shows up and they let him just have run of the facility. Yeah. You know, he can go and go down to the relics room there and start digging through. And oh, oh no problem. No problem. Go ahead and take it. Take it with you back to you know, yeah. Colorado, by and the yet, way. He took it out of the museum. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like security was that tight there to begin with. But <laughs> what with all the murders. He, yeah. Well, he's in Chicago because mm-hmm. that's where yep. the, the all these relics were. And then the next scene, he's in colorado springs at the sgc right and then, and he's, then back he's back in, in chicago back. and he's back yeah. at sgc boy i'd yeah. love to see his frequent flyer miles i actually that. looked at a map i'm like I, I don't think those are that close no they're, they're <laughs> I mean, really not flights but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not like you can just you know two three hour drive or something like that no no it, no and then at the not. end they're off to the in the end they're they're off to the great uh Pacific Northwest sand dunes of Egypt. Yeah. I was like, this desert looks really, really damp. And it's like all these like shrubs and stuff growing in the sand. Like, that's "Hmm." a I really wonder where they would have found to film that. But sand dunes, yeah. Yeah. Is there actually sand dunes? Yeah. 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 That's okay, because they had Dr. Janet Frazier as their backup. Yeah, that was news to her too. Like Hammond's like, and I want you to take Dr. Frazier. And, and, she, and her face is like, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, I'm going too, I guess. I, I, I wonder I wonder if that this was a, a practical issue with filming where, mm-hmm. you know, they had the other other ones were just for a short time for this particular episode. And so, well, you're here for the full episode anyways, so we're going to send you. Yeah. And rather than bring in some SG2, SG3, you know, other people. Yeah, it's like, right. No, no. Let's just we got we got Frazier here. She's she's good. Or or try to try to film that scene around Richard Dean Anderson's or Christopher Judge's schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, they just like no, they're they're not available for this most of this episode. So we'll yeah we'll, we'll take who we've got. But at least at least Janet got to leave the 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 SGC. So I that that was think, nice. And I think this was her first real. We'll say dangerous mission that she's mm-hmm. joined them on. Her first yeah, field she, mission, yeah. She well, she's gone through the gate. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. done medical stuff through the gate a couple of times before this. 
Right. But, but she's n- never, it was never anything where she was in danger or anything like that. Yeah. Not as a full fledged, I don't know, you're going to get ribbon devised. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she gets not- to do an, she gets to do an alien autopsy too. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and that was actually <laughs> kind of gross. And gold. Yep. <laughs> but they, uh, they, they pull away from that, but it is, uh, yeah, that was kind of a, that, and that's as they're figuring out, you know, they do the MRI and they see the gold in the canopic jar and then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this thing's very squishy for something that should <laughs> have died 10,000 years ago or whatever, 5,000 yeah. <laughs> years ago. And, um, yeah, nice callback to Seth too. Yeah. Um, there Rocky and then, raw. yep, yep. Daniel gets yep. to list all the ghouls that they've killed to, uh, Osiris at the end. They, yeah, you know, exactly. they, they left out Apophis because they've killed Apophis how many times now? Yeah, but I think I mean, they know he's alive at this again. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, they yeah. know he's still around. But they, it's they, happened. Yeah. Still I somewhere. mean, you could say an Apophis three times, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just can't <laughs> so keep <far>. him dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and who didn't love Teal'c and Jack's fishing clothes? Oh, yeah. They were pretty good. Yeah. They did a good job of that, even though. Teal'c Teal wasn't too impressed, but <laughs> that was so much fun. He kept getting swatted by mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. I feel that pain. <laughs> I tell you, Christopher Judge and his physical humor. I mean, it's he does such a great job. Well, well, did you did you notice that like when he when they first show him, you know, Jack is reeling in and Tilk is just dragging the the bobber through the water. He's not even like cast out. Yeah. He's just like, ah, I'm done with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Doctor Jackson calls him, and you hear him say, "We have caught nothing. We are fishing." <laughs> Because yeah. Jack said the whole point is not to catch fish; it's to fish. I, I, I love yeah. that line. You know, they call yeah. it fishing, not not catching. Is yeah. kind of the variant I always will use. And but. then he's like, "Do you need me? I can come back." Yeah, <laughs> please. please. <laughs> it's like when you're in a meeting, you don't want to be in, right? You're like, "Oh, did- <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I got to follow. Go answer this. You know, I'll, I'll be back, and you know, never." <laughs> Well, even the fact that he's standing up, you know, Jackson is in his lounger chair or whatever, you know, casting away and, and Teal's just like, I'm just, I'm not even going to sit down because yeah, yeah. it's an not, not com- I'm not committed to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course we see, we see those, ca- that cabin again, mm-hmm. you know, yep. we'll see it well, every once in a while. We'll get to see it. And we'll, uh, yeah. Not even sure there's fish in this lake. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is fun because that cabin is one of those, uh, locations in at, in around Vancouver that pops up in so many shows that are filmed mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Yeah. And most recently, I know a show y'all I'm sure do not watch, Virgin River, mm. that it turned out that the cabin is used as the main character's cabin. And this last season, or maybe it was the season before, they actually went out on the lake behind the cabin. Oh, and wow. it was so funny because when they first showed it, I was like, oh my gosh, I know that cabin. Yeah, and then I look it up, and I see that it's been used in um, so many shows. So is is it just a cabin that's owned by the studios, or is it like no. some you know some person owns it that rents it out? It just has an agreement. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's just rented out in a ton of shows. I think yeah, a lot should... of I don't know if that just happens a lot in that area because they film so many shows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, should, it's very. Should see if it's available as an Airbnb. We could have a yeah. meetup there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That That'd would be, be cool, funny, actually. <laughs> sitting out on the lake with our with our fishing poles and the chairs. Hey, we could do be that. a lot of fun. <laughs> actually, it would be kind of fun. <laughs> of course, Vancouver's a little closer to me than it is to either of you, so 
That's okay. I have frequent yeah. flyer miles. I'll go. <laughs> there you go. I, I could kind of I could drive there. It's not that far. <laughs> I almost kind of get the feeling that there's a lot of those those relics they had on the table where they raided some prop. Yeah, office. They, you know, it's just random stuff sitting there. And then of course you had the two jars and the mm-hmm. the, the 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 amulet, which were the the key objects. Those were the MacGuffins that for the yeah. episode, but. Just there's a lot of it that looked, you know, like it might have been just, you know, whatever relics they could find that looked particularly uh, Egyptian. <laughs> and they looked really good for having been at the bottom of the ocean for 70 years, too. Yeah. Yeah. And they said like, they were they... sealed in crates, but water st- over 70 years. Yeah. Is and, there, get and there's all these the crates. Cl- yeah. There's all these like cloths, you know, they wrapped in cloth that looks very dry and not, you know. <laughs> They've been cleaned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the. uh? What do you want to call it? Like a Nakwada uh, finder? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in the jar? Oh, the, the Nakwada detector. Yeah, the little. Remember the early GPS, yeah. the earlier sports exactly. GPSs? That's yeah. what it looked like. You yeah. Know, just a little. And it probably was. It's probably something like that, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, it's. Some, it's stud finder or something like yeah. that, you know? <laughs> just, I mean, <laughs> it's radioactive. It's not from this earth. So it has to give off a pretty unique signature, right? So. I think but it's no, the first I, time we've seen that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like the little Naquita energizer battery inside the canopic jar that like, you know, oh, no. shocks the water, yeah. which is what, which yeah, is, the, which the is lid. a good callback because they've established mm-hmm. that the Gould in their little, you know, whenever you put them in a jar, you need to zap it with some electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, otherwise it, when I think when they were trying to keep Junior alive uh, at some point. Yeah. Actually, I really yeah, they, liked that as a as a plot thread was that yeah. they that the Gould could survive without a host in uh, these jars for right. I mean, they never said exactly how long, but thousands of years, presumably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that well, was yeah, that was kind of cool. I liked that. Well, and I wonder if it's the same kind of fluid where when we we uh, see on Chulak where they had the big jar of them that of a uh, gold lar- young gold larva that Daniel shoots up. Mm-hmm. I this wonder was, if. Uh, I wonder if it's the same kind of fluid. Well, this but this... specifically a sedative. It's, right. It's, yeah, it's like a stasis fluid. So that's why they, they pump the juice into those darts and yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. send Action so... Fraser <laughs> yeah. to deal with the cool. <laughs> <laughs> did, did anyone come up with their own theory or headcanon about what happened between Osiris and Seth that caused this big rift and made them be... Isis and no, Osiris never... put in these jars because they don't tell us, and I don't think we ever know. No, but Gould can be petty, right? So, yep. and Seth, he liked to have what cults. He was the cult leader, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if if Osiris and and Isis were, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he just a found one. a dist. Yeah, I don't know. He just found it <laughs> distasteful or something. You know, <laughs> not acting in the way a god should act. So, at least at least according to the uh, the. The wiki, the the Stargate wiki, is they uh, they had a um, they tried to f- fight against Ra. Hmm. They tried to overthrow Ra, and um, and they were defeated, and that's why they were put into the the jars by Ra, not by Seth. Hmm. Ah, okay, they're the original Tokra, then, I guess. <laughs> In a way, just <laughs> yeah. not gen- not good Tokra. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, but that that comes from you know. There's the uh, one of the role playing game systems, the official role playing game systems. So that's not quite as canonical as as say uh, the series. But 
still it, it makes sense it kind of fits that they would they'd try to take control and get ejected from their posts removed from their yeah. posts yeah one thing one thing i did like is how dr steve like we think he's the ghoul traveling you know to egypt he's stealing the amulet and mm-hmm. uh you know unlocks the uh you know the big control panel and he it turns out he's just doing it because he wants to discover something mm-hmm. you know it's and he's just a jerk yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that he, they, you know, he didn't die though. That's kind of well. He and Daniel had such a great rivalry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it felt actually. I really liked his character. It felt like very natural the two of them, and you could see the three of them having gone through school together and then worked together. That yeah, you know, and they were there. You know, until Daniel went off the deep end on in his yeah. his mind in in Stephen's mm-hmm. mind that they would have been friends and you know hung out together. And, you know, the three three amigos there. You know, and then yeah. Daniel goes and goes you know figure something out about you know egyptians and gods and all that stuff and then the the professor dr jordan you know he was the kind of the uh star pupil who mm-hmm. left you know i could just see that i think everyone can kind of relate to that kind of relationship where yeah you know a little even though they're gone a little bit of jealousy a little bit of resentment that you know the parent or whoever the you know still wants yeah. them to come home and Wants yeah. them to do good, and and they did like how Daniel's motivation for leaving was that he didn't want to bring you know ignominy and shame upon his professor once he started you know realizing that his theories were outside the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was because what's her face picked him up in the limo with the rain and drove him to Cheyenne Mountain. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> well he left that conference yeah. straight and went to Cheyenne Mountain. Oh, that, that's no, right. The movie, yeah, in the movie. Well, you no, know, in the movie, she, the, he got yeah. dropped back off by the side of the, the, the by the side of the road again in ah. the rain. But they gave him tickets. That's true. He had to get himself there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she, yeah, because she had the Air Force, you know, Chevy car, you know, nondescript blue Air <laughs> yeah. Force Chevy car uh, that she was in, and he got in. They they had the conversation, and then the the officer was the the Air Force officer was like, "Get out." <laughs> <laughs> Get out back in the rain, you know. Right, right. Everything you own is soaked, but you know you can't ride with me. <laughs> but then eventually he he got there. So he got there, yeah, pretty quickly. But yeah, that that's that's when he kind of dropped off the face of the earth, you know. And and, and that that would make sense. This is the fourth season of SG One, and they kept mm-hmm. saying it was five years yep. while he was on in between the movie and the first season. He mm-hmm. was, he was on Abydos for a year, right? Yeah, about so, a year, year and a half. Yep. Okay, can we can we talk about the fact that this is his second love interest that has gotten taken over by a ghoul? Yeah, he does have a good reputation for that, does he? Yeah, and and then you've got to think <laughs> about the writers, and they're sitting yeah. in a room, and they're like, "Oh, we could do it again," you know, like. Well, is, know. which is yeah. which is worse? Which is worse? Having your love interest getting taken over by gold, or having love interests that are completely totally boring men. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sam doesn't have a good reputation for no, uh, she love interest either. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, it sounded like Daniel and Sarah had pretty definitively ended it. Yeah, too. poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they no, were I'm, acting all, you know, uh, interested and. Well, that, that's what I said in the summer. You know, rekindling the interest. I think you right. know, had she not been taken yeah. over by by Osiris, <laughs> except there for probably the would have been thing. something there. Yeah. <laughs> that whole gold thing yeah. or, or if the gold thing had stayed you know dormant for a little bit longer there might have been something there right but, right 
Or if it had gone to Steven. Uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of spaceship was that? Like, like the, when the ground opens up and it looks kind of like a mothership, but it's smaller, but it's not a cargo vessel. And then it has this weird thing coming off the bottom. Well, I, I figured it was a, you know, 10,000-year-old spaceship. Okay. 9,000 year old spaceship. It was, 9, 000, it was an older version. You know, older oh, okay, old yeah. model. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was before they developed the really big ones. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was kind of cool. weird. It had that little spike coming off the bottom of it that just kind of grew out of it for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we see that look again. No. Do I we? No. I, I don't, don't remember think so. ever seeing it. I think it's the only time I've mm-hmm. ever, we've ever seen it. Because. Because the next time we see Osiris, she's much more well established, and mm-hmm. so. and um, Daniel uh, admits that he's getting used to being zapped by the ribbon device. I think this, <laughs> this is his fourth or fifth time yeah. now. You know, I'm going back to the movie, even right. Mike, Michael Shanks right. does yeah. such a great job every time he gets yeah. shocked, and he's you know he's flexing his hands and he's yeah. cringing and you know just twitching, and it's he does such a great job acting that recovery from the the ribbon device. Yeah. <laughs> this time he had that presence of mind yeah. to stab her with a dart. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, they they know that the the shield doesn't work if it's done like that instead of you know thrown at him or something like that. Right. Which kind of begs the question: Why Carter was emptying her gun at the rings? Yeah. Because and why she waited so long to do it too? Don't we know that you can't do that when yeah. the rings are active? You, you can't. Could- can you shoot through no, they, them? They, I thought something could go th- between the rings. Yeah, she just couldn't okay. get a, a shot between couldn't. them. But yeah. it's, it's so narrow from the distance that she yeah. wasn't able to get a clear okay. shot, I guess. Okay. Or hoping she at least could, you know, do something. And that could just be frustration, yeah. too, of just, you know, empty clip because you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I gave, need to do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I gave up working on my motorcycle for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the way she dismissed Siler. Well, yeah, I think like he's all working, working, working. She takes a call and she's just like, that'll be all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are we, are we shipping Sam and Siler now? No. Or, no. <laughs> Other than maybe a common interest of motorcycles. Yeah. Motorcycles. Now, now they didn't ever say, was this her motorcycle or his? I would assume it was hers because it was in her lab, but. Yeah. Yeah. And the we way that she her. told him, thank you for your help and dismissed him. So you yeah. assume it was hers. He's well, like, I mean, that's because he's enlisted. She's officer. She can do that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can order him to work on your motorcycle. <laughs> it's probably been done. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you hear stories online. You go like to the, you know, the Air Force subreddit and they're talking about like guys who Air Force guys who had been ordered by their officers to wash their cars, detail their cars, stuff like that. Oh, I gosh. guarantee you stuff like that happens. Not supposed to. That's an abuse of authority, but it does happen. I think this looked more mutual. They wanted to play with a motorcycle. Yeah. 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 Something that couldn't electrocute him for a change. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get injured in that little bit we saw him. That would have been so funny if he had been shocked by the uh, spark plug or something like that. You know, they tried to crank it over that moment. Oh, my God. It's interesting because the first time we see Dan Shea um, when he became... Uh, Richard Dean Anderson stuntman on MacGyver. I think it was season four. He actually is. He actually does have a motorcycle in that. Um, uh, in that in that one little brief scene that he's in, they they have him in a couple different scenes and stuff. So 
Oh, so maybe funny. he's a motorcycle guy. Maybe. Yeah. And I, I think didn't he have to say the S, you know, because he, he always has a trouble with yeah. S. And then he have to say, like, when, when Sam said, you, you, you can go now, it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. You know, something like that, you know? <laughs> they always give him the S, S words. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I like I like this episode. It, um, you know, it starts off kind of slow and you're like, are we going to spend the whole episode in Chicago or now we're back in Chan Manton? And then suddenly we're in Egypt and then suddenly, you know, we're in a temple and there's a mm-hmm. spaceship. So that part's kind of cool. When you think yeah. about it, it was an Earth-based episode. Yeah. And it, it had a different feel to me than a lot of them that we've run across. Yeah. You know, like the team running around. Where were we last time? Montana? Yep. Point mm-hmm. of no return. You know, yep. this, this again, they weren't all in the same room. They weren't all doing something together. It was kind of back and forth. And um, I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked that it was a little, little mystery. But was- I will say, I can't remember if I knew Osiris was Sarah from the get-go because this, this episode, Showtime sp- uh, spoiled. That the, oh really? You can yeah, you can go back and look at it online. The promo they showed for this episode was Osiris, Sarah, ribbon device, and like shooting them across oh, the room. Funny. Oh man! Which is the end of the episode. Yeah. And yeah. so if you if you go back and look, that was something they said that was the first time that the network did that to them, not the last time. So oh, I can't remember if I was surprised because I had Showtime and that's where I watched it, so I probably mm. knew that already. You know, one one nice thing about being able to watch these shows uh, binging like this after years is you don't have to worry about them spoiling something yeah. in the teasers. Yeah. You just don't watch the teasers, <laughs> you know? That's right. There's there's no no uh, commercials on the next episode of, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some some shows will do, like Doctor Who, for uh, the new Who will do that where they'll, they'll still have, or they used to, I don't know if they still do, but if you watch it online streaming, they'll, ha- they'll still have the next episode teaser at the end of the episode Um, but of course you can just stop it and not worry about it yeah yeah so do we have some uh other languages lisa i am passing that off to victor because he's gonna do it with a twist oh yeah so (laughs) we had Uh some comments maybe maybe doing them in the original language and then you can hear us all murder a foreign language or two so i I do as you'll find in feedback i do it bad enough with english (laughs) names you know i don't need to do it on other languages so yeah (laughs) so let's see uh let's see what we we can do here um so in in french uh la maledition the curse that's pretty Um, pretty good yeah in italian il vaso di lesilde isis's jar in spanish la maldicion which is the curse and check Kletpa, which is curse, not the curse, just regular curse. In Hungarian, as Atok, the curse. And in German, Der Rukter der Osiris, the return of Osiris. Which no, no, you didn't say it angry enough. Der Rukter der Osiris. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love that. I love that video. Uh, so it's sets of videos where it's different languages. You know, butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Spanish and French mm-hmm. sound very romantic, and then. Butterfly, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. know what the word is, but bird or whatever it was, you know. Yeah. Which, yes, technically, it is the return of Osiris, but it's the first time they've ever been yeah. on the show. That's so. true. <laughs> yeah, but kind of, kind of jump into the end there again. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Again, not, not very creative with, uh, uh, not very creative with their titles in German. Yeah. Well, but... I applaud you, Victor. I, n- I have no idea if you said those correctly or incorrectly. Oh, I'm the sure Spani- we'll, the Spanish sound pretty, let us know. pretty good. Okay. Yeah, Spanish and French sound pretty good to my untrained ear, but other and then, than that. Yeah, yeah, and then Italian, Isis is jar, which is, you know, five minutes of screen time and, you know, Isis <laughs> is dead, but... Yeah, it's not even an important one. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that's the, the one that they, they got to um, cut yeah. open. Dissect. Dissect, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. Maybe the, it made an impression The important on one them. was Osiris's jar, but... Yeah. yeah. That got blown up in the accident, quote unquote. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, as I as I said, we do have uh, some feedback, uh, and this feedback is directed towards me. Uh, Susan Gardner, nineteen, on Twitter says, "Father Corey, with all respect, please learn that Joel Malzati's name is pronounced Malazi. Malazi. Keep trying. Yes. No go. promises. <laughs> now, to be fair, if you've listened to other secrets of." podcasts i'm on such as doctor doctor who and star trek it's kind of become a running joke to purposely mispronounce or change the names of characters <laughs> um calling uh i can't remember the, even the guy's name from uh picard but the, uh, we'd call him elrond oh yes was the, the, uh, the the elf the romulan, the romulan elf elf yeah the, yeah, we'd call him Elrond instead of whatever his name was. So, it, Susan, I, I, I promise you I'll try. Malasi. <laughs> Not whatever I end up coming up with when I try, try to remember his name off the top of my head, which is usually what happens. So, no, I appreciate the feedback and, and you know, we, or try. We, we, don't, we don't want to insult. We're not trying to be, you know, be crude or anything like that. It's just, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we get feedback about how the pronunciations went on the... Uh... Titles, mm-hmm. yeah. Episode then, titles, yeah. We want to yes, hear that. That's helpful. We, we yeah. want to hear yeah. your yeah, guys' much, much. Yeah, if there are any <laughs> native uh, Czech speakers, yeah. just let me know because that's the one I thought I nailed. But if I didn't, just let me know. Yeah, um, and you know, if you record it, maybe we'll figure out a way to oh. bring them in too. You know, if you if you want to try to record one of the episodes, whether it's one we've already done or uh, one that we've got coming up, you know, let us let us know. You know, be kind of fun to bring other people's voices and pr- pronouncing those those titles so we can do that we have the technology indeed (laughs) (laughs) so we'd like to take a moment now to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of stargate including tom n donald y john l robert c and rick m their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of stargate and all our shows here at starquest you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give Be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or other great podcast apps. Stay away from the lesser ones, but the great podcast apps. Those are the ones we want you to follow us on. We're also on YouTube where you can watch our shows at youtube.com slash StarQuestMedia. Also, if you enjoy our shows, share them with your friends. The best way we can grow our our network and grow our audience is if you share your Share the shows that you enjoy, whether it is The Secrets of Stargate or the other SQPN SQPN shows. Uh, with your friends so please do share them you know send them send them links and say hey check out these these idiots i mean these great people (laughs) on the secrets of stargate to find our previous episodes of secret of stargate and to send feedback please visit sqpn.com slash stargate and our email is stargate at sqpn.com you can follow starquest on social media at facebook.com slash starquest media or on twitter at sqpn 
We'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the Serpent's Venom, which is the next episode of SG-1. Until then, Lisa Jones, thank you for joining me in the secrets of Stargate. Thanks, Father Corey. And Victor Lambs, thank you as well. Thanks, Father Corey. And if you need me, I'll be in the back cataloging the Polynesian death masks. (laughs) Oh, sounds like fun. Yep. (laughs) And once again, I'm Father Corey Stika. Thank you for listening to the secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Star Trek. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash Star Trek.